Hello, and welcome to the Walk in Love podcast. I am TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to talk about the rhythm of tidy. I snapped. Nailed it. Because you didn't, because I, so I did. Welcome back to another episode of the Walk in Love podcast. We're so glad you're here. <laughs> Brooke's taking the lead. That's about as far as I can get. You're out of words. I'm out of words. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for listening. To the thing you've subscribed to for weeks. So glad you're back. Uh, Yes, we do appreciate you listening, Um, especially during quarantine. Mm. Fun fact of the day, Mm. all podcast listens are down. Yes, people are not listening. And I think that's because people are out of their normal rhythm. And so I think a lot of people listen in the car or listen while they do something at work. Yeah, And so... The fact that you're still listening to ours, even with your rhythm, maybe out of whack, really means a lot to us because it's not just our podcast. It's literally almost every podcast across the board, which is kind of yeah. crazy to think that something like this would affect that. I'd, I I would have guessed yeah. the opposite, but then when I really you think about people it, people would be bored and so they'd be listening to something. Yeah, but, but then when I really think about it, I only listen to my podcast that I listen to when I'm cleaning up after dinner. So my rhythm hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Um but like if we go out to eat, I don't listen to one then. Yeah. So I, I've definitely listened a little, a little less and I don't, I really don't listen to very many. I've got maybe two, three. <laughs> <laughs> so I really mean that. But I, if I do listen, I am in the car and I'm alone. It's when I like, maybe I'd go to the grocery so store. So about once a year. Right. Yeah. yeah. One, once or twice a year. Cool. Yeah. So that single episode of whatever is amazing. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, but thank you. Thank you for listening. It really does mean a lot to us. Yeah. We are still at home. And uh, <laughs> so that's fun. Um, mm-hmm. We're you over look it. a little crazy. We're over it. Um, the nice thing is, is we've added my parents into the quarantined circle of quarantineness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a technical term the CDC is using. So my mom and dad were sheltered in place for 14 days. After coming back from a trip. After coming back from a trip. Yeah. Because my mom's a flight attendant. And so we were like, all right. They definitely don't have it yep. because they've been they literally at home. Gone anywhere. And so we've been home. And so uh, June, nice to June see and them. Sunny have gotten to see them. Yeah. June is spending the night tonight, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And Sunny's napping right now. So we are not recording at nine o'clock at night. It's what? What time uh, is it? I'm, where, where's, where's the, the time? Where's the time? 217. So it's bright outside. So it feels good. It does. And part of that is because I've set the challenge this week to go to bed earlier. We are this upcoming week. Yeah, this upcoming week. So we are just staying up too late. And I think it's because we want to be alone. I think that's part of it. Or kidless. (laughs) Yeah, kidless and alone. And and so, kidless and alone. That sounds like a (laughs) very strange TV show that I would not watch. Um, so, but, but <laughs> it feels good to be recording during the day. Yeah. I like this vibe. Yeah. I wish we could have this vibe more often. Well, I want to go to this vibe. We will get there. We will get there. Yeah. Um, so we got some reviews to read because we love reading reviews. Brooke picked them out this week. So I'm going to let her read them. Oh boy. Since she judges me every time I try to read them. No, that is not true. Only every other time I try to read yes, them. There, that's more <laughs> accurate. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So this first one, uh, the title is K I love you by five stars. Although it should be okay. Yeah. I mean, I know. Maybe it's they're okay. shortening it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just breathe. Just breathe. It's going to be all right. Just breathe. It's going to be all right. It took me far too long to figure out how to write a review. <laughs> 
Maybe that's why the O's missing. Yes, like she just, she's just like, I don't have time. For I don't this. have time to this edit it. This has taken way too long. <laughs> but I wanted to take our relationship to the next level. Every Monday, I enjoy waking up to the excitement of knowing that there's a new Walk in Love podcast. Thank you for carrying a lighthearted conversation with the with little life nuggets that we learn so much from. There is an overflowment of joy I feel each week. Thank you, guys. Amazing. Okay. Can we finally tell the nugget okay, story? I got to tell this nugget story. It's going to be nameless. It's so good. Okay. It's going to be nameless. Okay. Um, so. A while ago. A while ago. When we worked in a building. Yep. I had a friend. Like who, a long while ago. Who was having some issues with his nuggets. Mm-hmm. Private parts. <laughs> not like they were just hurting. Right. And he was not, unsure. Not in performance. Not in performance. <laughs> wow. Whoa. This nameless there. person is fine. Yes. But he, he was just like in pain. He wasn't sure if he had like, like, uh, like sprain, not a hernia, but yeah, something. like sprains him down in that region. Yes. So he went to the doctor to get him checked. To get him just checked. To make sure. Everything was fine. And then one, unbeknownst to unbeknownst, any of us, no, we, why would I know this? Yeah, he, yeah, we were just, tell, he was just telling me this and yeah. I think he was asking me to pray for him. He's nervous. And yeah. I was like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So he walked into our space at work and one of our employees said, Hey, how are the nuggets? I was like, hey man, how are the nuggets? Meaning, Meaning talking about his children, children. <laughs> and this individual thinks to himself, <laughs> well, I, guess, I don't know. I guess maybe she knows about I guess this. TJ talked about it. So here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and he starts explaining. explaining, going to the doctor and all this stuff. And, and the employees face, in our in our space are petrified <laughs> because they're like, what is happening? What is he talking about? And then it comes to this moment where the word nuggets was the confusing the part. Word, <laughs> so everybody So I can't read the word nuggets yeah, so, and not and not it. think of that scenario. So anyways. Hey man, how are the nuggets? <laughs> all right. I guess we're going there. Here we go. Um, <laughs> well, we can keep the laughter going because this review is called Quarantine Farts. Five stars. Five stars. Fart stars. <laughs> Had to write my second review, obviously. TMI is bringing our relationship to the next level. Just finished this week's podcast, Brooke. Girl, I'm calling these quarantine farts. Something must have changed. Yeah, something must have changed gut health when we aren't allowed to be exposed to the outside world. My husband told me three times this week, I've had a, quote, top 10 farts, end quote, of all time. Oh, man, that's Laugh, so I, good. laugh, I, laugh, I. Okay, love you, bye. Heart. She left your name. Heart. I know, I won't read it. It's okay. It. Oh, man, so good. But it's... We got a couple of messages about real. that this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is real. One person actually said they went to the doctor, yeah. right? <laughs> Turns out it was like silent acid reflux, yeah. which I do have. So, so. it's reverse acid reflux. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's oh, too good. Gosh. All right. Well, on that, the on the farting nugget said, notes, fart, should we go right to the fart nuggets? Like, Use you? the code fart nuggets to save. <laughs> if we were having a collection release, that would that definitely would be, be the it. code. Um, yeah. So yeah, I have a song of the week. Um, I actually found this song by. Well, it was played on a new show that I'm watching. Right. So there's a streaming program called Epix, E-P-I-X. And I guess right now it's free. I was scrolling through Apple TV and they had this block that said free for everyone. And I was like, well, I like free stuff. So I started watching this show called War of the Worlds on Epix. Mm-hmm. Excellent show. Yeah. Really like it. Yeah. Good sci-fi. Not too like 
TVMA, which I think a lot of shows. At least not yet. Yeah. At least not yet. I mean, there's, you know, there's people dying because it's War of the Worlds. Right. Um, based off of the book. Probably. Radio program. I don't know. Anyways, Tom Cruise did a movie about it too. Oh, okay. That one. Um, but the show is really, really good. And at the last, the last episode that I was listening to, they played the song and I only heard like the first few seconds of it. Yeah. But I was like, I, ha- I have to know the song. Well, I'll tell you that if life hack, quick tip, quick tip, you always want to know the songs, put the subtitles on because when it'll a song say. starts playing, it'll say, you know, whatever, That's by whoever mm-hmm. playing quick tip. And now we know if you also have the subtitles on, you can eat popcorn as loud as you want. <laughs> Just another part of the quick tip. It's worth it. Um, you'll also understand what British people are saying, <laughs> which is why we started subtitles in the oh first place. Oh my goodness! No, it was specifically the show Sherlock. Sherlock, because he kind of mumbles and he he's mumbles like, and talks fast, and butternut crinkle fries is hard to understand. Yeah, he is. So <coughs> we've never gone back. It's so helpful to have him on. Anyway, so this song is called "To Build a Home." by the cinematic orchestra and it is really good and it was like a really cool moment in the show so mm. but i'd also recommend the show war of the worlds on epics free i think till the end of the month but it's only an episode so you can get through it talking about this week it's oh, all about wow. a, to build a home well maybe we'll come back to it i just want to, get to that i know it does pick up all right excellent song mm. uh, i love piano based yeah like what's so the, much of what what's the musical tempo that you like you've explained it to me before oh songs that are in like three fours or six eight like something you can waltz to that okay. is not but it I, but but a lot of piano songs are mm-hmm. in that tempo, and so much of what we listen to is usually guitar and like rhythm based. You know, like so much pop music and just worship mm-hmm. music and stuff like that. So that's why I love like Coldplay or Keen or any band that just is more Vanessa Carlton piano driven. Vanessa Carlton. I actually wow. almost put one of her songs as wow. my song of the week. But what did you pick? I picked... You didn't really have a song of the week, which was sort of right. like... so then were, we go throwback. Yeah. So we're throwing back to So Long, So Long by Dashboard Confessional, featuring the lead singer of... Counting Crows. Counting Crows, who I also love. So good. It's oh, so good, Stop. so good. Stop. Hand out the window, floating on air, just a flip of the wrist, and I'm waving you goodbye. Drive past the lifeguard stand where I'd sit around waiting for you to remember. As I drive, how the girls can 
to sit here and listen to the whole yeah. song and then yep. realize, oh, we should probably keep talking. I wonder if there's a rule on podcasts about... How much we could play. Yeah. Well, we're not monetizing our podcast. Right. So part of me thinks it would have to do with that. Hmm. Because like, it would be fun to do like a weekly podcast... Playlist. Playlist show. I guess you I could just do that... Hope nobody knows. On, or... on a play, As a playlist. Like a, just a weekly yeah. playlist. Yeah. Well, but we then you wouldn't be able to, be able to talk about, about it. it. Yeah. Huh. Jinx. Jinx. Um, but yeah. question about the playlist. So we have a playlist, Spotify, yeah. Apple Music. Yeah. We have been worship heavy, mm-hmm. I think, just because of sort of the, the vibes outside, the end of the world vibes. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm thinking that we need to split the podcast or split the playlist into two playlists, mm-hmm. have like a worship playlist and like a non-worship playlist. Okay. Because I definitely have different vibes. Feel like... I used to not care about how the songs connected until we started putting them in a playlist for people. And then I was like, compared to last week, that's intense or whatever. Right, yeah. So, So, yeah. I think we'll put up a poll on our Instagram story. And then we'll do what we want. And then we'll ask people... (laughs) No, we... we, I'm totally kidding. I'm kidding. We take a lot of feedback. We actually do, Very seriously. Sometimes too seriously in a depressing way. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, let me push back through those emotions as far right. as I can and make a joke about them. 98% voted. We're TJ's good. head is very large. <laughs> cool. Glad that's confirmed. <laughs> it is a towel, not a blanket. Oh, I see what you're, what you're um, doing here. Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking about splitting them into two playlists. And not, not that we would have a worship song every week and a, and a non-worship song, but like... When we do, we sort of throw it to either yeah. side to which one it goes on. Yep. I like that. Um, yeah. So those are songs of the week. We'll add them to the playlist. The playlist is linked in the show notes. A couple of things that are always linked in the show notes, yeah. just to make this clear. The playlists are always linked, both Spotify and Apple Music. Yep. You can add the playlist to your library in both platforms or follow. I don't know if Spotify language, but I know Apple Music, you can add it to your library and it will yeah. just automatically update. We also link to our three favorite Enneagram books. Just every time. Every time. So we're guaranteed there, there. to yep. talk about it. And then we also have a link <clears throat> to Brooke's Beauty Counter mm, in yeah. case you have questions about that or want to buy great makeup that is good for you. And I know the whole spiel, but I won't give it now. Mm, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And <laughs> see serum coming soon. No big deal. <laughs> um, am I allowed no, to say that? I actually don't know. Well, I don't know if it's been look out. mentioned. Yikes. It's coming on Tuesday. Though. Breaking you're, news. You're listening. <laughs> Breaking news. TJ just gave away Beauty Counter's new product. <laughs> Hopefully you caught it. Um, and then, <laughs> I'm amazed you know that. <clears throat> I pay attention. Actually, I'm not amazed you know that. That was quick. Yeah. And uh, the other thing that we link to is the equipment that we use mm. for our podcast, which is a question I get probably once every two weeks. Yeah. So always linked in the show notes. Show notes only work on Apple Podcasts, maybe some of the other ones. They don't work on Spotify for whatever reason. That's it doesn't lame. make any sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah. All with all that being said, Brooke, 
Take it away. <laughs> I get to ask How, you now. Brooke. No, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I get to ask you. Hey, T. Yeah. Huh? How was your week? My week was an explosion of... <laughs> oh, of course it was. Satisfaction, yep. joy, mixed with the turbulent emotions of fatherhood <laughs> and... Do you remember when you went through this phase of you were trying to practice your descriptive writing and your creative writing? So every text you sent yeah. me had to be like creative, like a creative yeah. writing prompt. You'd be like, what are you up to? I'm like, I'm sitting in the low lit basement working on emails as I hear the pitter patter of young feet above me. Right. Sending dust particles through the skylight or right. through, yeah. through the, through the sunbeams. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. I'm at target. Do you need black beans? <laughs> I will check the shelf. I'm walking up the stairs. Creek, creek, oh, creek. It was good though. It, yeah. was, it was good while it lasted. Yeah. It was kind of hard to keep up with. Yeah. I don't you do took that forever much. to respond. I was like, I'm already at checkout. <laughs> We're getting black beans next week. <laughs> um, my week was very good. Yeah. It was. So it was mine. It was definitely a little more tiring than I expected it to be. Cause we decided Same. to do that sort of cleaning, cleaning, tidying challenge. Yeah. Which I'm so thankful that we did because it was... You don't need as much stuff as you think you do. Yeah. Uh, Well-named. and uh, (laughs) Super easy for people to type out and follow. Normally that stuff like really energizes me and it did in part, but I think because we were were also quarantined with no options to go anywhere, that also felt like, oh man, like we're done and now we're... Still here. Yeah. 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 I felt like it was... It was a great week to do it because honestly, we weren't doing anything else. And like, I love that other people joined yeah. in because nobody else is doing anything yeah, else. Yeah, very cool to see people join in. Very, very cool. But I did, I was so tired by Friday night. And it's not that the challenge for us was hard because this is like, we've done this many times, yeah. but it was like to be that intentional and focused on something for five days in a row and not leave the house and parent yeah. it was just like. And eat healthy. Yeah. And it was like, just, yeah. there's a lot. Yeah. So I was, uh, but every night at dinner, our highlight of the day was not actually doing the work, but like knowing that, Oh, that is done. That is done. And that, that category other people is done. That jumped thing is in. Done. Yes. Was um, awesome. Was really good. But my week was good. Uh, yesterday I had a really good Sabbath. We take mm-hmm. our Sabbath. We have our family dinner on Friday night. Uh, lately it's been pizza cause we don't want to cook another meal yeah. by Friday night. And we do ice cream, bed, bath, bath time, all that kind of stuff. Bed, bath, and yeah. beyond. Yeah. Uh, and then we start our Sabbath, so my phone's off at that mm-hmm. at that point. And uh, Saturday was just like a really restful day. I got to take a nap. I got to bake some bread. And yeah. it was just like a good, it was, it was peaceful good. day. It felt yeah. really good. Um, and then we call Sunday Sabbath light. So it's like, <laughs> it's sort of a continuation, but it's not necessarily, you don't have to be. It's kind of right. dealer's choice. Yeah. You can take more rest or you can start up projects or whatever. But yeah. that, that was probably the highlight of my week was just like, and I think that felt so fulfilling because we had such like a productive yeah, active we week. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so it just felt good. Yeah. How are you feeling about the air fryer? The air fryer might be this. I'm going to link current now forever, <laughs> linked, forever linked in the description <laughs> below is a link to the air fryer. Oh man. The thing is amazing. Yeah, well, we did tell tell everybody how we got so, it. So, <clears throat> my mom has been, I guess, air frying for a couple months now and loves it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom's hooked, and she has, I think, uh, two to three million dollars in Kohl's cash. I'm not sure exactly <laughs> the number. Right, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Um, <clears throat> let's just say this: if the U.S. dollar ever crumbles and Kohl's mm-hmm. cash 
replaces it, Rises I'm to related the top. to Bill Gates. Okay. I'm related to the Bill Gates of Cole's Cash. Cindy Gates. Love her. <laughs> Cindy Cole's Cash Gates um, <laughs> is ready to roll. So she sent us an uh, anniversary present. Our anniversary is until the end of May. But she was she loves it so much. She loves her air fryer so much that she was like, "You, you just need one." Yeah. So she bought us an air fryer and Cole's cash, and it showed up on our porch. And it showed up on our porch. Total surprise. We didn't know it was coming. Yeah. Thing is amazing, and yeah. even if you only ever cook chicken wings in it, <laughs> it's it, worth it, it. It is worth a hundred percent of the. <clears throat> and I love chicken wings. Yeah. But sometimes when you order takeout from chicken wings, they can be kind of slimy and like yeah. they're not crispy, and some of the meat tastes like like gives you that. It's yeah. like stringy. Ugh. But man, in the air fryer, they are money. They take like 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Even frozen. Even frozen. Oh man, they're so good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I love it. I love the air fryer. Yeah. If you like chicken. And we chicken already wing- have a, we have a convection oven. Yep. Which if you don't know what that is, it's just, it's different than the normal oven because it circulates the heat around right. with a fan so that everything's kind of crispier on all sides. And I was like, cool. So it's like a supercharged convection oven, which it is exactly that, but like times a million and better too. My thought on the air fryer was somewhat, you said it's like a giant blow dryer. <laughs> and so this is what no, I picked. You said that. Okay. I said that. So this is what I picture. I picture someone eating, ordering takeout mm. wings and they're kind of stringing and they're eating them, but they're also getting ready for an event. Oh, so they're eating right. wings because while drying I, their hair, while drying their hair, that makes sense. And they they have the chicken wing in one hand and the blow dryer in the one hand, and they just have this moment of clarity of like let's heat it up where the where it. the sun shined through the dust particles in yes. the air. One of those moments and lit up the bathroom mm. and the word of the Lord came out wow. and said, "Make a giant blow dryer to cook chicken wings," mm. and that's when Susie Air Fryer. <laughs> Stepped out into the world and made her idea wow. a reality. So that's a little bit of history for the air fryer. Yes. You don't need that to cook the chicken wings, right. but it helps. Yeah, it does help <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it's great. So moral of the story, I love the air fryer. Okay. I'm glad. I'm so glad I asked. <laughs> that was kind of the only other thing that happened this week. Yeah, because we're not, we're not recapping the tidy because that's sort of the conversation we're going to have. That is the conversation we're going to have. So we've talked about this one other time, to the best of my knowledge, one other time on the podcast, and it was way back, I'm guessing in our first five episodes, <clears throat> um, we had done a Q&A, well, I think our first Q&A, yeah. and somebody's question in there somehow was sort of about this, and we touched on it, mm-hmm. and we've mentioned it from time to time, but we were feeling like, okay, we just came off of a great week of doing this in our lives and bringing some of you along with us. Let's keep the conversation going. Uh-huh. Let's give a little more detail on kind of how and why we started in the yep. first place, what it looks like for us now. Um, and then just some thoughts, you know, moving, moving forward. So. And I, some of you joined us, yes. which is great. And some of you probably were like, I can't do it this week, but I want to do it next week. Yes. And so I think Bruce got a sneeze. So I'm, yeah, I'm panicking. No, it's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> if suddenly I just explode, pardon me. <laughs> um, but one thing that we did, that I think a lot of people ask is we highlighted all the days that we did. We did. Um, so if you, if you miss sort of the stories while mm-hmm. they were happening, they're up there on our yeah. Instagram highlights. Yeah. So it all began in the beginning of five years ago. <laughs> um, no, it really did. It all began. Um, let's see. June is five. So that's how I know it was about, yep. it was about five years ago. I read the book called 
<clears throat> the magic of tidy. Yeah. Which funny enough, I was looking for today and I don't think we have it anymore because it served its purpose in our life and we got rid of it, which means we learned our lesson, yes. which is funny though. Cause I was like, ah, I want to, I want to read part of it. Um, <laughs> I came, I think I came across it on a blog that I follow and she was like, this was great. You know, I took it with a grain of salt. I didn't do everything she said, but her concept and yep. method is so smart and so helpful. You got to read this book just to get the gist of it. And yep. I thought, okay, I'll do that. <clears throat> so that's what I did. I read it like a day and a half because it's like a li- just a little, not a pocket book, but it's small. Yeah, it's, it's not short. an intense book. Yeah. Um, and that sort of started us down this like, hey, I sort of explained it to you and said, I think we should do this. And I was all in. You? <laughs> Yeah. No. It might have surprised you that I didn't know any information or didn't know what it was going to entail. But, but I was you were all, all in? I was all in. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a Brooke idea, I'm all in. So, um, Unless it's kale. Then I'm out. <laughs> hey, maybe I should air fry it. Maybe that would change maybe. your mind. I doubt it. I doubt <laughs> I it. It would probably burn. It would, it would help it slide into the garbage a little bit easier. Okay. It would just flake in there and float yeah. <laughs> down into the garbage pail. Not a fan cool. of kale. I mean, I like it in certain things. I don't get it. I do. I I shouldn't say in certain things. I do like it, but I'm not like, kill yeah, and wearing the shirt. (laughs) Is that a shirt? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. That's not where I thought this conversation was going five years ago. Um, Five years ago, I also didn't like kale. That is true. I don't like it today. I didn't like it then. That is true. Forever going in the show notes. Just not a fan. TJ still doesn't like kale, period. So I show notes are getting long. They are. These people are like, I don't get any of this. It's like super inside jokes. Yeah. Random lines. Yeah. (laughs) Fart nuggets. Going in. What? Spoiler alert. Oh man. Um, so two quotes from the book, real quick, from her are uh the question of what you want to own is actually the question of how you want to live your life. Nice. Which, I love that. Read ooh. that again. Just read it. Again. Yes. Hit it again. So the question of what you want to own is actually the question of how you want to live your life. Love that. Coupled with the space in which we live should be for the person we are becoming now, not for the person we were in the past. Preach. Boom. And so I think That'll the, the fact that we, for whatever reason, you know, started doing this. I read the book and we kind of jumped into this concept five years ago, um, right around when June was born and we became parents for the first time. It feels like it was extra impactful or like the lesson sunk a little deeper because I think we were already feeling internally in our hearts and our minds and our spirit like, whoa, everything has changed. It's it's never going to be the same. You know, thank goodness. Like, and so this was a very physical connection of action to that feeling of like change in the future. And I really believe that that's one of the reasons it stuck with us. Right. Um, and that we've really implemented it into our lives and lived by it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's connected with this, like yeah. s- a season where everything was changing anyway. Yep. And so we kind of, you know, smush it all in there. Yep. <clears throat> Season smush. In a good Yeah, it was a season smush, yeah. Yes. So the first time we did it um, was round one was massive. I mean, it was our whole house. It was, we went through everything we owned. How long did that take? A couple of months, right? Yes. And I remember, and I don't know if she suggests that it takes that long, um, 
but she also recognizes like you're not going to do it in a day and a half, right. you know, but her, one of her lines is tidy a little a day and you'll be tidying forever, which is basically like, even if you do it in a week or a month or two months, it needs to be in one fell swoop of an action. Like this is what I'm working through and not just like, Oh, I'm going to clean out the junk drawer today and then I'll do the coat closet next week. And then I really should get through those bins in the attic before Christmas. Like that does not count. That's just like random tidying and cleaning. So her method is to do it all at once. So it did, it took us. Which we do and we don't like we don't do it all at once necessarily every time. Not anymore. We did the first time. For the though, first time that we but did, yeah. that all at yeah. once looked like months. Yeah. You know, and we did have a newborn at the time and all yeah. that, but um, there are loads and loads of like graphics and lists yeah. and all sorts of stuff on Pinterest or probably just Google. Yeah. So I just picked one and printed it out. Hung it on the back of the kitchen like door. And it was like four or five pieces of paper long, yeah. all the different little categories and subcategories. Yeah. Hung on the back of the basement door and I would just check it off. But I wouldn't jump from like working in the kitchen to working in the bathroom. Like right. I, you go sort of in order or by category. Yeah, yeah. It's not by room. It's by category. Correct. Yes. Whoa. I, I didn't say that. I know. But just in oh. case anybody read between the lines incorrectly, <laughs> I want to make sure that they know. Put it in the show notes. Category. Okay. Um, yeah. So the, so round one for us took months. And here's the thing about two months. Yeah. I would say a full two months. Here's the, the a quick tip. Just pick a list on Pinterest. Yeah. Don't. They're all kind of. They're the same. all sort of the same. Some are more detailed. Some have less detail. Yeah. But don't let that be the thing that holds you up. Correct. Quick tip over. Pick one, print it out. You're good to go. Do it. Yeah. And so the gist, and we've, this is what we talked about all week. The gist of this whole concept is to do all your things, to sort by category and yep. not by room, because it really allows you to get a better grasp on what you have right. of something. Yeah. So if you're like, I'm just going to go through June's closet. Cool. It's like, all right, well, that was quasi helpful. I took out four things that don't fit her anymore. But if I dump all of her clothes and all of Sunny's clothes and all the clothes I'm saving that are in the attic and all the clothes that were in the laundry basket and all of it, you're like... In the attic on what I call the murder mm, steps mm, because... They're bound to... You're bound to fall up or down. Yeah. So when Brooke takes a box out of the attic to go through it, she takes it from the attic space... But then when she puts it back in the attic, it doesn't make it quite back up to the <laughs> attic space. It just sort of lands on the steps. Right. It must be something with gravity or... Yeah. yeah it's, I'm not totally I sure. It's I, like, can't, I can't. I don't do gravity. So okay. <laughs> it's, I just... I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my category is super helpful because like it does give you a... And, and for some it people... It was alarming the first time we did it when I saw people, our piles of specific things. And it, for some people, it'll, it'll make a bigger difference than for others. Like, we live in a smaller house, so, like, our clothes are all in one closet. That's the only that place they are. That happened years ago when we got rid of our dresser. You mm-hmm. know, so, like, we take them all out. We don't have to go look and search other areas of the house to right. find them, or some people, that might be true. It's very you know? true. Um, yeah. And so it, it does have a different impact depending on sort of how you live naturally or how much space you have to live in. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, the first time we did it, I remember being shocked at the amount of books we owned. Right. Yeah. Because I would have been like, I mean, we don't, we have books in our house, but like not that many. Yeah. And we filled, I don't remember what room we did it in, but I was like, yeah, they were just stacks oh and stacks and stacks my and stacks. Word, we do not need all these yeah. at all. Um, and so the gist is you go through everything one at a time, you pick it up now yep. in her book, you know, she's Japanese and she's this cute little, 
you know, oh, konnichiwa. Yeah, Zen like, sort of right. philosophy of so life. So she like, she thanks all of her items yeah. and talks to them and like speaks to her home and yeah. like, I don't do any of that. And here's something that I think Christians might get held up on. They okay. might read that and think, oh, I, I can't do any of this. It's weird. It's Eastern religion. <laughs> like, and Christians are like that. We can yeah. be like that. Because yeah. they're like, eh, I don't think, you know, Harry Potter, no thanks. You know. <laughs> and oh, like, don't Here. throw Harry Potter out. <laughs> but just take it with a grain of salt. You don't yes. have to practice every single thing that she does, but no. there are elements. There are so many good elements to the method that when you infuse them with what Jesus is calling us to be in the life yes. that he's calling us to live, yeah. they have power. Oh yeah. And it, it, it can change your soul. So yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And that was why I kind of read it in the first place. Cause that was the person I read who suggested yeah. it was like, you know, you don't have to do all of it, but right. this is a really good idea. We should be talking about yeah. this. Um, so we went through everything the first time and, you know, then we did it again. I think when June, when maybe I was pregnant with Sunny, mm-hmm. June was about two. And then we did it, or maybe not. Maybe we waited until, I'm confused now. I don't remember when we did it. We've done, we, this was the fourth time. This was the fourth time. So I don't remember when time number two was. But yeah. number three was right after Sunny was born. Yep. She was little. And that's when we made the YouTube video. Um, and then, you know, we just did it again this past week and it, we, we definitely don't do the full process now each time because it genuinely has changed the way we live, the way we buy, the way we hold on to things in the moment or not. And so, cause I remember that happened. I think when we did the YouTube video, you know, a couple years ago, someone was, someone made some snarky comment or maybe it was a DM. It was something along the lines of like, shouldn't you be learning your lesson? Like, why do you even have this much stuff to clean out every time? Right. And I, one, was like, you clearly didn't watch the video. And two... <laughs> we, it's not like we've bought all this stuff within the last time we've done it. Correct. No. Like, yeah. there were things that I have held on to because I, they did bring me joy. They do serve a purpose. They serve our family well right now that I've held on to for the last five years. And only in this very last time last week did I go, you know what? This has served... It's, yep. it's purpose in our yep. life and in our home. And I don't need this anymore. Right. It's not like I bought it in the last six months and I'm just chucking it out. It wasn't a poor purchase. Right. It just wasn't something that I needed anymore. And so I actually thought that was really cool with, with having done it just this past week to see some of the things that did get let go that, we, that we'd kept. That we and did. I was like, Whoa, I either never thought I'd be able to get rid of this. And here I am. No problem. Yep. Um, yeah, it was just cool to see it. Not that it was full circle, but it all just felt very rhythmic and intentional. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say that some that we don't do it. We didn't even do all the categories this time. No, we, just, we didn't need to. And we just wanted to sort of get people started on yeah. the road of sort of adding this into their lives. Right. Um, I will say that we probably do the clothing category the most frequently. Yeah. Um, one, we do that every six months. One, because, you know, we get so many new t-shirts and sweatshirts and things like that, that yeah. we can't keep them all mm-hmm. as much as we want to. Two, our girls are young. And so they are growing so fast. fast. And so literally we just need to make space for yes. their clothes that actually fit, yes. you know, because their, their stuff actually is changing with the seasons yeah. because they're June is sort of slowed down where you're like, okay, she's just yeah. like in a five T right now. But right. Sunny is like, yeah, she's growing like a weed plowing through so, the sizes. So that's, so I would say that we did that like this time around. I felt like, am I, am I going off no, you're target, good. target. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> this time 
I, I'll speak to the sort of the first time that we did it as well. I, yeah. You know, we ran businesses, we were photographers, we had t-shirt business. Oh, man, we had so much stuff. And I, and I felt like that first time I was so ready that, you know, granted I get on board for almost anything, but, but I was like, <laughs> I was tired of moving pile from one pile to another place and then moving it again. I yeah. felt like we just, we had too much stuff. Yeah. Period. Yep. You know, and I think a lot of people will defend and be like, well, I need all this. Or what if I need this someday or this or that? And Mm-mm. if you find yourself sort of frustrated by moving one pile to another place and then moving that pile again <laughs> and again and again, and then until it ends up in a drunk drawer, a junk drawer or like shoved down into a closet, yeah. you probably have too much stuff. Yeah. And I think that's, that, that's part of the, the, the book and sort of the Netflix show from Marie Kondo mm-hmm. that I as maybe maybe an eight wing eight mm-hmm. enneagram have a harder time with that she is so much more like she's very much do do you you yeah like you do you but but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if that's good for everybody because some people are hoarders yeah you know and so like they could be like <laughs> oh all these old newspapers bring me joy and you're like right. okay but you can't see her floor, <laughs> you know? And so right. I would always encourage people to be a little bit harder on themselves. You, I mean, an eight Cult- is literally yeah. called the challenger sometimes. Culturally, like, I think we're all just like, oh, well, you know, it's fine. Like, just follow your heart. And I'm like, right. well, sometimes your heart is wrong yeah. and you don't need 17 spatulas <laughs> or 85 pairs of jeans. The messages we've received of people having more than 45 pairs of jeans is crazy. I don't think I've owned that in my life. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm really not judging or yeah. shaming. I'm just like, that's wild. That genuinely shocks me. Yeah. I can't relate. I have two pairs of jeans until the thighs rub, rub themselves <laughs> into holes. And then I decide, should I patch them or get a new pair? Huh? <laughs> but, but, but all this goes back to that, that first quote. Yeah. The space in which we live should be for the person we are becoming now not for the person we were in the past. And I would always like, and and I think it is the challenger in me. I just think the first time you do it, be harder on yourself than, yes. than probably the book or the show. Like the show, I was just like, come I on. I couldn't these. even watch the yeah, show I like, because these, I was like. These people have too much. Like they still have 15, like the one, yeah. the second episode, I think she was still had two or three extra closets full of clothes. Yeah. And I'm like, that is too many. Right. Hopefully she keeps narrowing yes. it down and learns the rhythm of it. But, but I think that if we're harder on ourselves the first time, we can always go buy back and buy something that we might have. We can buy one thing that we might have gotten rid of that we'd be like, oh, I should have kept that. Right. And yeah. that'll be And not okay. everybody can do that. Right. I think that would be people going, well, I can't go buy it. I need right. to keep it. I can't buy it. And there, that's, that is a fine line that you need to, to figure, figure out and out walk on your, on your own. own. But uh, yeah really think through it. Yeah. Challenge yourself. There are very few things that we've actually gotten rid of. That we're like, ah, oh, we should have kept that. And I know the one. Do you know what it is? Is it a pizza cutter? That was an accident. Okay. We threw it out in the pizza box. <laughs> we didn't realize it was in there. Like, whoops. What was the one thing? The cord to your, um, was it your Xbox at the time? Or yeah, it was what's, some, what's the other? The Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Whoopsies. But it wasn't like, oh, he doesn't need this. Yeah. I genuinely didn't know what it was yeah. for. And we have so many cords in our yeah. life that it just got thrown but out. Yeah, that would be my only thing is like, be a, like, challenge yourself a little bit more than necessarily yeah. you, you probably think you can. Yeah. You know, like, let's say you get it down to 20 pairs of jeans. Mm-hmm. Could you do 15? Right. Like, yeah. push yourself a little bit because I, yeah. I think the satisfaction on the other side of that is greater than the idea of holding on to like those extra things. Yeah. So. Yeah, totally. Um, Can I jump into the final stuff or do you want to? 
Um, no, yeah. I'll, so we we did a Q and A, and I thought it'd be good to just like go through some of these questions quick. It was on our Instagram uh, last week, the last day that we did it. Um, hold on, I'm pulling it up so yeah, you can just sort of fill the fill the void. Oh well, I already drank all my coffee, and now I'm checking the monitor. Sunny is still sleeping. Nice. So success. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I'll just kind of go through these pretty quick with you. Okay. Um, and I'll just sort of rattle an answer because that's it's my skill set. So what? <laughs> tips would you give to a college student who doesn't have a house or doesn't have that much stuff? Mm-hmm. I would say learn, learn to, I mean, we talk about this all the time to like practice flexing your joy muscle or your bravery muscle. We talk about how things in our life, even as adults should be practiced and something we, we build up and work towards. And so even if you don't have that much stuff, if you're just in a dorm room or you're just in your room at your parents' house, practice going through your things. Right. And if you, if you end up with one little box of stuff to get rid of, like that's that's great. It's really not about the amount because yeah. we got that question too. Yeah, like, show us how much. Your how stuff much is, are you getting yeah. rid of? How many boxes? How many bags? And I'm like, that is so subjective to right. to everybody's individual life. Yeah, I agree with you, T, to like challenge yourself a little yeah. more. But I would say just start with what you have and actually yep. just go. Yeah, we got it. a couple questions like that. Like someone was like, I live in a small apartment. We just got we just got married. Right. And I think the rhythmicness of it, yeah. Well, one, well, not only one, you'll find stuff that you don't need. Yeah, everyone will. Mm-hmm. And then two, it will put it in your mind and change the way that you buy things in the future. Yeah. You'll buy smarter. You won't get things that will end up in the right. garage sale bin or the yeah. you know donate bin or whatever. Or maybe you'll be aware enough to follow. A lot of people do this in their closet, like the one in one out yeah. rule. Yeah, like, I'm not adding another item until I take it out, yeah. which we've done by default. Because there's only so many hangers yep. that fit in our closet. And then we'll get the question, well, how many hangers? I'm like, that's not that's the point. That's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> it's how many fit in our closet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, that's where we live. Someone, a lot of people ask, how do you decide what to get rid of? I, mm. I think we sort of covered that, but I think it would be good to cover yes. it again. So, you know, in the book that she wrote, The Magic of Tidy, which is what we're really pulling most of this from, she asks, she's, she suggests we ask the question, does it spark joy? Which we... I mean, we could use that directly. We usually say, does it bring you joy? Does it cause you to actually feel something inside that's a little bit deeper than just, oh, well, it's cute. Or like, you know, does it really bring you joy? And her point is, imagine if you went through every single thing in your home, everything. And at the end of the day or week or month or whatever, all that was left inside were joyful things. Mm -hmm it would change your life. Yep. It would change the way you live and work and breathe mm. in your home. And th- isn't that the point? Yeah. And so that's kind of the, the main yeah. like bar of entry question. <laughs> but then, you know, even she suggests that there's things like, you know, is our family still using it? Yeah. Um, is it seasonal? And like, you know, I know yeah. I don't need the Christmas lights right now, but I will. Right. So I'm not going to throw those out and, and buy new w- ones. One thing I'll add to that is like, you know, like I pick up an ice cream scooper. Does it bring me joy? Well, no. Not the literal scooper, but the scooping of ice cream and having ice cream parties with our family, that does. And so there's some sort of tactical items in your house that might not physically bring you joy to hold the ice cream scooper. That's kind of a bad example. It's very joyful. But like, you know, like cooking equipment. Some people actually love to cook, so that brings them joy. But but. Some people, but see, it's, that, that's it's, a great example. It's the result of the cooking. Maybe they have more items in their kitchen than their neighbor. Right. Because cooking actually does bring yeah. them joy. Right. And so their neighbor would be like, no, I don't need half this stuff. I don't and need I'd a, say, great, get uh, rid of it. Crepe pan. Right. 
but you're and like, maybe your neighbor does. Yeah. And so there is and some if of that. that neighbor does have a crepe pan, befriend them quickly. Yes, maybe our neighbors will move out and yes. you can live near us. <laughs> um, so that was kind of one of the questions of like, good. of yeah. just like, how do you, that's how we decide. Does, when we actually asked two questions, does it bring us joy? Yes or no. Yeah. Have we used it in the last six months? Yeah. Because I think that question makes it a little bit tougher on yourself. Yeah. So like, you know, the Christmas lights, well, we've used them in the last six months, yeah. you know, no matter. Or, sort t- of, or 12, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Or we will use them in the next six months. There's yeah. kind of, and, and, uh, so that's where we're like a little bit harder on ourselves. Cause like, we'll go through some cooking utensils and it's like, well, I, if I use this, well, you pulled out that thing and you were like, what is this? And I, and I was something I had thrifted yeah. and I was like, that's actually a hard boiled egg slicer. Like you put yeah. the whole egg in it and it's got like those wires and it just slices it into slices. Really cool. Would I use that in my life at some point? Probably. That's probably why I picked it up for 25 cents. Cause I thought, Oh, this reminds me of my grandpa and I love that. So I bought it. So the lesson that I should learn is that when it comes time to getting rid of it, I should be okay with that because it actually did bring me joy when I purchased it at a thrift store for 25 cents. And it reminded me of my grandpa, like that was its purpose. Yep. And it is no longer going to sit in my drawer because right. I'm not, I'm, I'm not actually using yeah, it. Yeah. We don't actually, <laughs> we just swallowed a hard boiled eggs whole. Um, that's funny. Cause it's kind of true. Um, uh, let me, sorry. I'm saying I'm a lot, uh, <laughs> as you read, how do you deal with sentimental stuff? That was okay, another question. Th- so Again. sorry, back to the book, but that's actually her final category is that after you've gone through your whole house and done your clothing and your books and your paper and your this and your that, you end with sentimental. Because yep. at that point, your muscle, your practice is so refined that you're able to really go through your sentimental yep. stuff all at once. And um, so that bag of fingernail clippings, I'm like, well, yes. Right. Of course. It's going to stay. I <laughs> I know. I know it. Remember when you were joking about okay. mailing? So, so here's a funny story. I... I, whenever I clip my fingernails, I clip them into like a paper towel or a, a tissue or something. So I you can, don't want them to go like right. all over the floor. And one day I was clipping them and, and the only thing that was nearby was an envelope, like an old used envelope <laughs> and it was empty. So I clipped them and I put them there and then I started giggling and Brooke's like, what are you laughing about? And I'm like, I am laughing at myself, picturing myself sending this yeah. envelope full right. of nail clippings Just to my to, brother. To someone. He's like, oh, a letter from TJ. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought you might want a little piece of me. <laughs> TJ. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what was the question? Um, sentimental, oh, sentimental stuff. <laughs> um, it is a category. You should work your way through it. And again, like, it's one of those things, and we're going to talk about this in a little, so I don't want to get there, but it might change. <clears throat> like, when you go through your sentimental stuff today or soon. You might keep all of it. You might. It might really just be like, oh, there's just no way I can't get rid of that art. I can't get rid of that. No, yep. I can't get rid of that. And like circle back yep. in two years, five years, which is what we're going to talk about with the rhythm yep. of it. Sentimental stuff is not hard for me. because no, it's not. But it's very hard it's for some ve- people. And, and I don't understand that. Right. Uh, my, so you don't keep very yeah, much. I don't keep very much. And you don't hold it against yourself nope. and I don't hold it against you. Yep. Because it's actually who you are. Yep. You're just like. No, I don't need that. I'll and remember I think, it. And and there going, was an, I won't remember it. I need right. that. <laughs> and there was another question about like, how do you balance? So like my dad is borderline hoarder. Um, not really, <laughs> but he like like he has a very yeah. hard time getting rid of stuff. Yeah. And my mom, I feel like could get rid of a lot of things. Yeah. And I think there's a, there's a hard balance between there. Like difficult. Difficultness. Um, 
And I think the way that you sort of counteract that, because that was a question, how do you balance? And, and I've seen that in my parents. Like my mom wants to get rid of it. My dad wants to hold it on. And it's just like, dad, this is a tape player. You know, we don't even have tapes anymore. Yeah. I don't think we need it. Right. You know, so that's challenging. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen the fire in my mom's eyes <laughs> and I love it. And I have it. Um, you do have the Mercedes fire. fire. You all do. Yep. Um, but I think what the best thing you can do is practice the rhythm. Yeah. And so let's say you go through the first time with your with your spouse that doesn't want to get rid of anything. Yeah. Most likely there'll you be a, get rid of something. Yeah, there will be a few you know. things. I think that people will all feel the benefit of that, whether yes. you are someone that wants to hold on or someone that wants to get rid of. I think right. both so sides. If you get rid of 3% of your belongings. Yep. One box full, two t-shirts, whatever. Yeah. I think that your hoarder spouse, <laughs> for lack of a better term, yeah. will feel the benefit of that. And I think the next time it comes up in the rhythm of life, yeah. I think a little bit more and a little bit more. But I also think that you need to have an honest conversation and say, hey, it would mean a lot to me. Yeah. It would make me feel loved and appreciated and seen. This impacts me differently than it does I you. I could get rid of the things that I want to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And then maybe maybe set up a system where it's like you have 10 items take of backs. mine, 10 take backs. <laughs> That you can, you, pull, back that you can pull back out of the box. I mean, we had a yard sale one time and my parents were setting up a table yeah. and my mom is putting things out on the table and my dad is putting them back in the car. Yeah. And that was happening. Yeah. We, were, is, we were all giggling oh, at 6 so a.m. as that was happening. And, uh, and she let him. She yeah. let him put the few things back that he wanted to keep. And so yeah. I think you can find a dialogue and a way to work around maybe those two opposite personalities, but it has to be a dialogue. It has yes. to be a conversation and both sides have to be willing to come to the table and talk about it. Yeah. Hopefully you choose to keep the table. Yeah. I mean, it depends. How many tables do you need? (laughs) Um, Let's see. Any other big, big topic questions? Um, A lot of people want a home tour from you, babe. I can do that. Uh, A lot of people ask where, where you're donating stuff right now. Yeah. A couple people ask, do you donate it or do you yard sale it? Okay. So a few thoughts. One, I'm going to, I always say a few thoughts and then it's really hard for me to keep track. Donation, most places are closed for donations. Yes. So just like put it in a basement or a garage right. or somewhere that it won't have to be Which moved a bunch of times. that is the asterisk because that is absolutely not what you're supposed right. to do. Yes. Decide what you're not going to keep and then go stick it in your basement. That's like, not... That is not the point of this. However, quarantine life is calling for that. Yep. So we've answered the call. But <laughs> what you need to do is... Norm, in the book, she says... Take it to the donation spot. She does. Right away. She really, and that's actually um, one of the tips here because we're going to get to like some five things I want to say at the end, but I can jump into number two real quick, which is don't give it away or force things upon people. LOL. That's what I wrote down. I wrote the LOL, but not her. Um, Because it's true. You think, oh, I I don't need this anymore, but maybe maybe my mom does. I'll just give it to my mom and I'll give it to her. And like, don't force belongings that other people don't want on them. Don't hold on to it and think I'm going to have this big yard sale someday and I'm going to make all this money. Right. Like if that was your goal to make money, then do something that that where that's your goal. Yeah. <laughs> like if it's all financial for you, then just don't spend the money in the first place on those things. Like you need to learn the the rhythm and the lesson of just right. having less. Um, now we do, we do Poshmark and we sell do some Poshmark and sell and some we got stuff, a couple of questions, but we you? didn't the first time around. Did we? I think we did. I think we, we had did, a hipster we yard we sale. We had a yard sale. Yep. Okay. And so here's 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 my thought. But there are people in my life where I'm like, right. just get rid of it. Don't, yeah. don't wait on a yard sale. Uh, yeah. So 
here's, here's my point of view and my thought on this. If selling it or yard selling it or, you know, if that will delay you mm. doing it, yeah, then that's not for you. Right. Like don't yard sale, don't sell, don't eBay, right. don't Poshmark. If it's delaying the process, the completion of the process yeah. to where your soul feels like it's got more space and your life feels yeah. like it has more space and breath, don't go down that road. Right. If that road is easy for you. It is. It's easy for us, which is why we're us. always we, like, sure, we can do that. We but it's not them. easy for everybody. Right. Correct. Yeah. Then if that road's easy for you, then do it. If it's not going to delay yeah. you and, and you find some joy and satisfaction right. in that process of like, I sold something on eBay and I made four bucks and like yeah. that is worth it. And that brings you alive. Then absolutely you can sell it, yeah. but, but don't let the selling it become the focus of it. That's not why you're going through. Your Cause things. we got a message that was like, Hey, I, I usually sell stuff on eBay. Like, what do you think about that in this yeah. process? And I'm like, if that's your style, then, then, you know, yeah. if it's not going to delay you, that's kind of what I, that's right. kind of how that's, I that's answer good. that question. Yes. If it's not going to delay the process to being complete yeah. to where your soul feels whole, yeah. then, you know, but here's what we do. We have a big yeah. yard sale. And then the second the yard sale's over, we load everything into the van or the car or wherever. And we take it right to a donation place. Yeah. We don't, nothing comes back. Nothing in. comes back to like, if it made it out to the yard sale, yard sale. Yeah. I can hear is Woody from <laughs> Toy Story saying that. Yeah, so if it makes it to the yard sale once, that means it can it can be donated after yeah. that, you know. Yeah. And so that's that's how we do it. Yeah, and and, th- and here where we live, there are so many thrift stores, like so many. It makes me so happy. <laughs> but guys, I went to twenty eight stores in one day, one time. I know. I'm just gonna brag about that for a hot second. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, but that was pre kids, obviously. Yep. So, but we do we we have a couple that are closer to us, or that we really like their mission and what they stand for, and so we donate to them and I feel extra good about knowing that, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna live on and help somebody else. And you've seen some of our stuff in thrift stores. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, we donated that. It's um, your basket. Um, Do you want a picture with me or no? Yeah. Is that, no, okay. is that, I, is that, are we, no, you don't know who I'm. Okay. You don't, okay cool. Um, um anyways, <laughs> can I have a dollar off this? Um, <laughs> the other question that we got a lot, uh, not so much in the Q and a, but in the moment was what do you do with your kids? What do you do with mm. your kids toys? And we kind of answered that in the story on toys that day. Yeah. But what I was That's two part, we're going to talk about that. Oh, okay. But, then I think the but question, the, but the question of what do you do with your kids? Sans toys, it's not about the toys, but just in general, yeah. when this is going on, answer that question. What do you do with your kids? Well, if you can, yeah, you, you try to take them somewhere, you know, if, <laughs> yeah. if the grandparents will take them or a friend will take right. them, th- that'll be super helpful just for, just from a convenience standpoint. Yeah. But I do also believe that they should see you do this at some point, maybe yeah. not through the whole thing. You know, we use TV sometimes like, right. it, but there are times where we want that. I mean, kids learn from watching you absolutely do stuff. Um, so hopefully June will be as funny as I am. I'm just hoping, you know, and Sonny will maybe be as humble as I am. Yeah. But <laughs> having them see this. Correct. You know, is good for I don't them. want June to be 14 and be like, no, my parents never do that. Yeah. And be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, we and do. Then, and then also like my encouragement is like, kids are durable. Yeah. They find things to fill their time. And so yeah. like, I think sort of this like, you know, helicopter parent mentality is like, mm-hmm. how, how do we do anything without like the kid needs to be the center of attention and I can't do anything else because right. they need to be happy and yeah. entertained and all this stuff. And like, let your kid be bored. Yeah. You know? And if they come in and run through a pile, so, so what? Yeah. You know, like that's yeah. kind of how we look at it. Yeah. 
We do. Um, yeah. So anyways, so those were, those were some of the questions you guys There's asked. There's a lot more, which maybe we can continue to talk about on Instagram yeah, or but something. Yeah. You so wanted... We, <laughs> Sorry, I just did a couple like last yes. things to wrap. Brooke's it all gonna, up. Brooke's gonna bring the fire right now. Oh She's gonna bring Don't the heat. Don't say that. Don't say She's that. She's gonna bring and the fire, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Brooke's closing remarks. Oh man, it was that. That's is that not what you wanted? Much. That is not for me. Okay. Also, I'm now realizing I didn't really finish the end of this with like <laughs> strong feelings and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to have to do it on the fly. Wow, 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 wow. Stress wow. city. Okay, so a couple last things. They're just, they're sort of all over the place, but I just wanted to make sure they made their way into this episode, which are, I talked about this in the stories. Number one, um, don't store the same thing in several places. Boom. So, yeah, that's that's it. But two quick thoughts here. Um, one of the quotes is, clutter is caused by a failure failure to return things to where they belong. Therefore, storage should reduce the effort needed to put things away, not the effort needed to get things out. Right. Which I totally agree with. And I gave the very silly example of scotch tape. And then I got busted. Right. Well, that actually was sort of a just funny thing. But when we first did this, I realized I was storing scotch tape, which is kind of a bad example because it's so small, but it's not because people, because that's what you think. Oh, it's so tiny. It doesn't matter. Yep. But in a tiny home, it does. And in just like your brain and home space, it does matter. Mm-hmm. And there's no need for me to have scotch tape on all three levels of our house. Yep. In bins and baskets and here and there and that. Like, the third level being our basement. Yes. We don't have another three-story No, no, no. But down here. <laughs> um, um, and so, yeah, you just, you don't, you don't need to store the same thing in multiple places yeah. because... So I hear, I hear it a lot and I'm not even like in this world of organization and like doing this by any means. Yep. And people are like, well, I just don't have enough storage. I just need more space. I need more storage. I mean, storage units are like a thing in the world, right. which is, I get it for like a boat or something, but right. when it's just more stuff, like that's insane to that me. That is insane. And so one, you don't need as much as you think you do. And two, learn the lesson of storing something in one place so that it causes less clutter in your home. Not so it doesn't need to be stored. So it's super convenient to get to. Now I'm not saying stick your silverware somewhere where you can't reach it at all. Like, you know, come on people, keep it in your kitchen. But like, you know, I gave the other example of paper towels. Like if I need another roll, I can walk down the stairs and grab it from the back of our basement and go back up in under 20 seconds. I've timed it. And yet probably, and it, but yet in your head, you're like, Oh, it's downstairs. Yeah. I, don't I should want, put some up here. I should just put a bunch under the sink. Yep. And now I've got stuff under the sink and in the basement. Yep. Maybe I should just put some up in the bathroom yep. for when I clean that mirror. Yep. Like, so it, and like suddenly, blah, 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 like now yep. we've got storage, yep. you know, we're using the same space. Well, if I have paper towels up there, maybe I should put the cleaner up there too. Right. So I'll put cleaner in so the basement. So now I'm going to buy two cleaners, one for upstairs and one for downstairs. Yep. Oh upstairs or downstairs, babe. It's classic. <laughs> classic conundrum. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, I think the real problem is that we have more than we need yep. and we just need to decide where the one thing goes. Yeah. And we have three rolls of tape in our drawer. Correct. I'm not saying yeah. I have one of everything, yeah. but it, it as a collection of whatever it is as goes I was, in one place. As I was doing the, the closing video of our kitchen the one day, which yeah. that was one question. What was the most satisfying part of this? For me, it was the kitchen. Yeah. It felt like it needed it for a longer period of time. Um, but someone noticed that we had two rolling pins. Oh, and they yeah. actually said, why do you have two rolling pins? I said, oh, one's for Play-Doh. 
Yeah, you know, once for Plato, once for is. bread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's but like, they were together. They were together. Yes. Oh, that's so great. And, that, and then the person was like, "I figured you probably had a reason." And yeah. We actually have three. We have two for Plato. Yeah. Because we have two children. Right. And they both need one. And so that does bring us joy to solve that problem. Um, number two was don't just give it away or force things right, on people. Talked about. I talked about that. Um, and she goes over that really great in the book. If you feel like that's you and you want like some more information yep. on why you should process through that and not just force your belongings and upon people. That would be sort of a, a continuation also of like the donate it right away if yes. that's what you need. Yeah. And if you are sort of the eBay or Poshmarker. Right. That's okay, but I, that's a small percentage. Yeah. I would say that's a smaller percentage of society than the people the percentage who can really of get it done yeah. and like separate it from the job that yes. needs to be done. Yeah. Number three is, but what about my kids' toys? And we talked about this, yes. and I'll let you kind of reiterate our thoughts on that. Yeah. So, you know, kids love everything, <laughs> everything has a precious place in their lives. Um, you literally just pulled out a giant rock from under our bed yeah, three days like, ago. What is this? And Where'd like, this oh. come from? June was like, that's my rock. That's Rocky. And I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, I think sort of like modern parenting has taught us like we need to make sure our kids are okay are with everything. Yeah. Like, and it's just, that's insane. Yeah. Um, just because it's, it's impossible. Right. Disappointment is going to come in life at all times. Yeah. And so not that we need to prepare our kids for that, but we do. Right. I don't want to intentionally yeah. disappoint my kids, but, but <laughs> if it happens, you got to explain them through that. And yeah. so like, so one thing that we do is like, we'll, we'll try to remove the kids from the situation to like get rid of like the junk. Yeah. You know, the, the, ba- the pack, you know, the packaging that they play with sometimes oh, yeah. or whatever. I mean, like sweet June, she's five. She doesn't need to be in the room when I'm like, we don't need all these yeah. surprise eggs. Yeah. They're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> and so that, that would be the first thing that I would say is like, you don't like, we don't include our kids on what they're going to eat all the time. We don't say, Hey, you know, do you want to eat broccoli? Right. You know, we yeah. just say, Hey, eat that broccoli, take three extra bites or else you're not going to dessert. <laughs> like, and so we all of a sudden well. change <laughs> change our mentality right. when it comes to their stuff. Like yeah. we don't have say in it. Right. You know, we have say in or what they so, or eat. Suddenly we don't know what's best. Right. We have say in when they go to bed and when yeah. they clean themselves. Because we love them yes. and want what's best. And so that just transfers over to the stuff that they own. Yeah. And especially because they're so young. Yeah. If you're talking about it, maybe a 12 year old yeah. or a 14 year old or like. And so we try to include them in the process. We try to tell June, Hey, we're going to get rid of some of your stuff. Uh, there are other people that need it. Yeah. We don't need as much stuff as we think we do. We say that we use that language. Yeah. Um, and then this time we brought her into the process a little bit, but we didn't pick stuffed animals, which are like the Holy grail for June. Yeah. Like she knows them all. She all has them all named. We yeah. did get rid of some of them. Um, but we, we laid out some books mm-hmm. and some of them were damaged. Right. And it was like very obvious. We one. made it very obvious. Like now, which ones do you think we should donate? Yeah. And, but she was able to participate yep, she picked and two. choose the two that were clearly in the yep. shape. But she felt like, okay, I can do this. And so I think you can introduce your younger children into the practice of it. Like Sunny, we didn't ask anything. We just decided. Yeah. Yeah, she's two. Yeah. Uh, she she did. didn't know anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she knows how to speak with the intensity of a dictator. But other yes, than that. Other than that. <laughs> she's, she's a two-year-old. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I would say about the kids thing is like, we make so many decisions for our kids. And then all of a sudden when it comes to their stuff, we think, Oh, like, what if they, what if they, down? you know, what if two weeks from now they miss it? Like we just say, well, it's gone. You know, we, mm-hmm. we donated it. Yeah. You know, kids get over things. They're pretty durable. We're teaching them that they don't need as much stuff as they think they do. Yeah. Um, and I think that lesson is valuable. And so that would be my encouragement is like, 
practice that, yeah. you know, practice. Or even just the phrase, like this literally just popped into my mind of like, yeah, this, I feel like this is something I would say to June. Well, like, honey, we, we don't always get to keep everything forever. Right. Like, and that's sort of true about all things in life, you know, like certain things, whether it's a belonging or even people in our lives, like not everybody we meet turns into our best friend and our neighbor, like things come and go. There is an ebb and flow to all of life. And if you can start to instill that into your kids when they're young, probably through their belongings, because that's what they can grasp the most at the time. It It would be a great lesson for them to learn. Like, You don't get to keep, you don't always, I shouldn't say it's not an exclusive thing, but. There are probably some seniors this year that are Mm -hmm. handling their lack of prom and graduation well. They've learned that lesson that hard times come and sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. And there are probably some seniors right now that are totally melting down and freaking out and probably because they didn't learn that lesson and now they are. Right. And that's a lot harder to learn later in life with bigger things. It's when the easy. Seem yeah, it's yeah. easy to learn when it's an old book that you're picking to get rid of. Right. So that yeah. would be the encouragement to sort of the toy talk, the kids' belongings talk. Um, and as far as like clothes go for kids, we just, I mean, it, it ends there up coming down. There were very to, few things that I was like, I'm definitely holding on to this yeah. because she loves this dress. And if I got rid of it, she genuinely would be devastated. Yeah. But uh, it was not very many. Yeah. Items. And most of the kids' decisions are based on. Well, we'll use it for a future kid. Yeah. Or have they, do they actually still fit in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, point number four is this whole thing. What we strongly suggest and what I'm so grateful we do is that we have made it a rhythm. Yeah. Um, and we, we've been talking about that word a lot yeah. more lately just because it's something we're really implementing. Um, but like when we did this last time, when Sunny was only a few months old, our needs as a family were very different then than they are today. And it's yep. been about two years. Um, we were still working out of the house, like not just because of Corona, but like actually like we had a building and yep. our life was different. Our job was different. Our business was different. So much of our lives were different and not everybody's lives changed that drastically in two years, but probably more than you think they do if yeah. you really thought about it. And right. so going, I, I just feel like with your life changes, your belongings should reflect that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't mean that like, oh, we're, we're in a season, so I need all new furniture. I'm not right. talking about that. Yep. I'm not talking about new things like that. But in a reevaluation, does this still serve us well? Does this bring joy to my home? Does this bring joy to my family? Does this connect us? Does this, this, does it that? Because asking those questions rhythmically, which for us seems to be about every two years, yeah. Um, has been huge. And that's what I said earlier. Like I got rid of things this time that I'd held on to the last three times, the last three times. And this was the time that I was like, we don't need that anymore. That has served us. And it felt so great to be like, wow, that did its job. Mm -hmm. I I have memories with that or that connected us or, Oh, I served somebody a meal on this after they had a baby. Like, you know, I thought those things, but I did not keep it forever. And it was very cool to watch things kind of pass out the other side. Um, and so, one of my favorite, this is why I was trying to find the magic of tidy book to actually right. read. Cause I wanted to read this whole paragraph. Cause I remember when I got to the end of this, I was just like with my pen, like kind of crying yeah. and like circling so intensely these words on the page, which are tidying is just a tool, not the final destination. The true goal should be to establish the lifestyle you want most once your house has been put in order. Yeah. And I remember feeling like that is what I want. Yeah. I do not want to spend all of my time 
tidying and cleaning up our house. And that's one of the major things she says is like, if you have less things, you have less to put away, which means it takes less time, which means you get time to do something else. And, you know, you've talked quite extensively from time to time about how you clean up at the end of every day. Yep. You know, we do dinner. Then most nights, I'd say 95% of the time, I go upstairs with the two girls. I start baths and bedtime routine while you stay downstairs in the kitchen and you Mm -hmm. clean up. Yep. And that has gotten exponentially faster for you. Oh yeah. It's so easy now. Because. I know where everything goes. Everything everything has has its its place. place. Yep. And, uh. And what it does to us in the morning is it allows us to start on the right foot. It allows us to, you know, I've been using this phrase and I think this phrase has just been speaking a lot to me is like, make your soul come alive, Mm -hmm. make the elements of the spirit that God has put inside of you come alive. And I don't think we do that a lot in life. I think a lot Mm -hmm. of life is like, Oh, this happened. And then this happened. And did you see that? And heard you heard that? And I heard this and like all this sort of like crushing news to like, deaden our soul, deaden our spirit. And there are moments where, and you probably know this in yourself and especially in in, in others, like where you see someone come alive and you're like, this is incredible. You get goosebumps. You're like, I've never seen you like this. I love this. And I think that our home has a lot to do with that. And I think when we set, you know, we spend so much time in our home, we're all spending so much time in our home now. (laughs) And when we give our when we eliminate the clutter and the extra and the the excess, yeah. we have the space, literally physically the space. Yes. But then we have sort of like the spiritual and emotional space to Mental breathe. Mental space. To breathe in what is in front of us. Yeah. And then to add in what makes our soul come alive. Mm-hmm. And so cleaning every night isn't fun. It's not something no. that I love right. to do. And there are nights <laughs> where I'm like, it's never been this dirty. It's never going to be clean again. It's never going to be clean again. But then I start (laughs) one thing at a time and all of a sudden it's clean. But what it does in the morning is it allows us to like drink our coffee, sit in our chairs, let our kids run around, breathe in those moments and see our young children instead of like trying to make breakfast while cleaning and moving things. And and so, you know, we wouldn't have gotten to that rhythm of cleaning Mm. every night without the rhythm of tidying. Oh my word. Yeah. And so they do doing this once will lead to other things in your life that you're like, I wouldn't have gotten there if it wasn't for that. Absolutely. And I think it will lead to areas in your life where you can actually spiritually grow and, and feel the love of God in unique ways in your home that you probably are missing right now because there's yeah. just too much stuff around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, goodness, I, I could, and we should do a whole episode about your, your home and what it, could be and should be for your family yeah. um, or, or even if you don't have kids just for you, you know, outside of like your actual just belongings. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about that, <laughs> but that's, that's super good. Wow. Brooke's got a lot of super, thoughts. Oh, about wow, wow. 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 Lots of thoughts. Um, and the final, final thing I want to leave you with is a phrase that we have said a lot. It's actually a phrase my dad, I grew up hearing my dad say, um, the phrase is less can be enough. Because he he was always bothered by the phrase "less is more." Yeah. Because he's like, no, it's not. Like, li- you know, yeah. literally, no, it's not. I do understand what they're suggesting with that right. phrase, that concept, but I I really do feel that the fra- the turn of words to change it to say "less can be enough" is actually the lesson so many of us need to learn. And I think hearing it that way is way more impactful than "less is more." Um, and so. One, one quote that I came across is 
The secret of happiness, you see, is not found in seeking more, but in developing the capacity to enjoy less, Mm -hmm. which is that. And that is what we've learned through this continual rhythm of, okay, let's reevaluate. Do we need this? Where does this go? Does it serve our family? You know, all all of those questions. And you've kind of, you've tied it all back to the verse in Matthew. I I pulled up the message version, but. So it says, don't hoard treasures here, down here, where it can get eaten by moths and corroded by rust or worse, stolen by burglars. Stockpile treasures in heaven where it's safe from moth and rust and burglars. It's, it's obvious, isn't it? The place where your treasure is, is the place where you will most want to be and end up being. Um, you don't have the reference and I kind of forget it. Oh, uh, I want to say it's 620. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. We're Bible scholars. Um, <laughs> it's in Matthew. Yeah. And I think, yeah. And, and it's true. It's like, we talk about this a lot and, uh, we've done it quite a few times. And I think a lot of people will be like, it's, it's so easy. Like, how did you do it so quickly? Like someone comments on the video of me doing yeah. my shirts. I'm like, no, no, no. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I'm done. <laughs> but you do sort of practice it. And yeah. And again, like we, we talk about choosing joy and I think an element of choosing joy is, is choosing it when less can be enough, yeah. you know? And, and so we, we try not to buy things that we don't need. Yeah. Um, and we try to be very practical in the way that we live, understanding that joy isn't attached to our belongings. Right. It's not even attached to our home necessarily. Right. It's attached to a, a, uh, you know, a God that loves us, that cares for us, that wants the best for us, mm. um, that died for us. And yeah. so there are just so many elements that tie that into this yeah. process and this method um, that it's worth exploring. And, and even for those of you that are like, I can't do this. I can't <laughs> let go of anything. I would just encourage you to just start small, right. you know, like, you know, cause maybe the list you find on Pinterest might be overwhelming. Right. You know, and, and I get Work that. Work towards it. Then. Work towards it. You know, yeah. maybe just start with your clothes. Yeah. Literally just get rid of all the clothes that don't even fit anymore. Right. Make, make just the, that. Yeah, yeah. Because I think as you develop this rhythm, you will create space in your heart and your soul to allow the love of God to move and do things that you thought that you didn't realize were attached to the extra stuff holding you down. Yeah. So this is good, babe. Good. I'm glad. And I was get, glad to kind of just kind of keep working through some of our thoughts about it all and recap how we yeah. feel after doing it again. Yeah. It felt good this time. I, there were def- we definitely didn't do all the categories. One thing I will say is like our office is in our house, which like we didn't do, we did paper for like our home, but I didn't do paper for our office. And so like yeah. that I, actually might need to be done more than our home. And so that that's one thing that I try to separate at least in my head a little yeah. bit. Like if you have a home office that might f- literally for your job, maybe if you have right. a home office just to like do bills and stuff like that, that would be included when you do your home. But if yeah. you have like an office for your work, I, yeah. I don't know. I separate that in my head because yeah. trying to do it all at once is too much for me. It's like, yeah. I need to put on my office hat <laughs> and then go do the office. Make those side. decisions. Yeah. 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 Um, but we, in preparation for the show, did not write <laughs> strong feelings or Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. So I have strong feelings. Okay. It's going to be hard to say. Oh boy. I'm nervous. My strong feelings are about internet people. Okay. Um, and about the people that consume internet people's con- content, like you listening to this. Okay. There are times where we might say something like, that's crazy or that's insane or why would you do things, something like that? Mm. And some people might 
end up just focusing on that one line and write <laughs> us a message about how terrible we are or that we hurt their feelings or that, yeah. you know, did you ever think about this? And obviously there are times where we're just kind of going back and forth and maybe some other people you follow are going back and forth and they might say something that like rubs you the wrong way or, you right. know, kind of makes you scrunch your nose or whatever. Mm. They don't, ne- we don't, <laughs> internet people don't necessarily need to hear all of those moments <laughs> because. Is what you're saying, don't, you don't always need to send the message? You don't always need to send the message because yeah. you are sending it to an actual person. Yeah. You know, and, and a person who is trying their best to serve their audience. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to like get those messages about something that was so minute and small that you like kind of just breezed over and like yeah. weren't really thinking about because yeah. we do put a lot of thought and pro and, and we don't get a lot of these messages, no. but we do get them from I time know to time though, that are devastated by their inbox and, of DMS. And they're not, they're not always the easiest thing to swallow. Yeah. And so yeah, just because you can say it doesn't mean you should say it. Um, right. And, and you know, if you need to unsubscribe or unfollow someone because they, they've offended you, then just do that silently. That Those right. are my strong feelings because I think like, yeah, so much of culture is like, let me attack for what you've said and done. Yeah. So you know how I'm hurt. Yeah. And I just, I have strong feelings against Ooh, that. Like, yeah, just if you need to unfollow or unsubscribe from someone or stop watching their videos, just do it. Yeah. You don't need to send the message as well because that is an actual person. Yeah. Now, if that person is your friend and you have an actual relationship, relationship. with them yeah. in real life, then that's, maybe, different. that's different. But if you're just yeah. a follower and a consumer, you, you don't need to tell them that they're horrible because... They, they said, that's crazy, you know, or right. whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I just said, I think it's insane that some people have storage right. units. Yeah. Like. If, <laughs> if that offended you in a, in a really right. intense way, we apologize. Right. But it was just part of our conversation Correct. about exactly. the, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Totally. And I think most people, 99%, 99.9% oh, of people who interact with people on the internet yeah. don't send the message. Right. But man, you get one of those really harsh messages. And oh, I remember messages from over yeah. the years. And I'm talking 10 years ago. Yeah, it's hard. It's, yeah. it, you know, it's hard. You know, I get over it. It's I try especially to get over hard because I end up feeling like, okay, but you don't actually know me. Yeah. Like if I got that message from, you know, a close friend, I would still remember it. Yeah. But I would feel like you you're allowed to say that or, or I get there's why some you correction say, there. There's some yes, conviction there. Like, L- let me explore that you know, and talk about that and understand yeah, that. Yeah. But and I'm not suggesting that internet people don't actually know, like right. I'm not suggesting that something we do is fake. It's a like, weird, strong feeling to bring up because it there is. is a lot involved in it, but I think most people understand that. Yeah. And I think, you know, most people live in the world of like, if I don't want to consume content, I'll just unsubscribe. And I love right. that. Yeah. But for those of you that might be thinking about sending the, the message to someone because they, you know, voted for someone or promoted whatever know. the reason is. I don't even have examples. Just maybe don't. Yeah. I mean, I talked about that in the voice episode where like there's a difference between knowing your voice matters and speaking up yeah. and just giving your opinion all right. the time. Yeah. Like those are two very different lessons that I think people... and. I didn't get a message this week. No, 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 no. So I really didn't. I just, I just. Except for your bread looks amazing. What's that recipe? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, it does look amazing. But that, I I didn't get a message this week. So if you're like, man, I sent TJ a message. Did he take that personally? Like literally this is not connected to anything anything in the recent history of messages we've received. (laughs) It's just something I think about often because I do know people who get a lot of more hurtful messages. Our audience, you guys are amazing. Yeah. You know, Whenever you send us something that's it's it's usually a joke and it's it cracks us up. Yeah. But yeah. 
It wasn't the Grinch hair or the Jimmy Neutron hair. I just want to make sure that oh. that is clear. <laughs> no. <laughs> but those okay. are my strong feelings. Their feelings. And they're strong. Strong feelings. <laughs> Mine would be that. So have we talked about Ben and Jerry's almond milk ice cream we before? Haven't. Okay. We haven't. So TJ does, can't do ice cream. He can do some dairy, but not very much. And so ice cream is definitely one area where, you know, yeah. you just It can't. feels like a, like something is digging a hole out of my stomach. Oh, like wow. There's a, Cut there's, it out of me. Cut, yeah. And so we switched to almond milk ice cream years ago, but it was like, meh, wasn't that great? Right. And I don't know when, but not long ago, Ben and Jerry started making an almond milk ice yep. cream. Lots of flavors. Okay. They have one called, ah, shoot. Um, I think it's, look it up. Peanut butter. <laughs> we eat so many of them. I want to call it the peanut butter half bake, and it's not, it's not that one. It's not. It's, not, it's not. the other peanut it's butter one. Basically, and I, I ate the whole thing last night, so I can't go up and say, <laughs> "Go up in the freezer and get it." It'll take you less than twenty seconds. Um, it is basically cookies and cream ice cream. It is like an yep. Oreo cookie based ice cream with peanut butter, with peanut butter yep. in it. Which, oh man, already two of my favorite, like all my favorite things in one. But that ice cream, it's at Target. It's at probably most places you yep. can buy it, but I, we get ours at target. It is so good. Yep. Like, and we only do ice cream once a week. We do it as part of our family dinner night to yeah. launch into Sabbath. Right. It's the most hyped dinner of the week. So I'm allowed to eat as much as I want because yep. it's the only time I eat ice cream yep. ever. Um, and so I just, my feelings are that it is so good. Yeah. Like it's so good. I, <laughs> I, I would eat it out of you, a little bowl. I would eat it out of a big bowl. I'd eat it on a train. I'd eat it on a plane. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel about it. Are those, And I think you should try it. Yeah. And those would be what kind of feelings? They're strong ones. Yeah. Strong feelings. <laughs> um, I don't think we have the capacity to do a Mount Rushmore. I no. don't know what we would do. Yeah. So no Mount Rushmore this week. Yeah. But we hope... I, we, go. You, <laughs> we're so bad at this today. I really do hope that... That if one, if you guys joined us this week and you joined in on stories and you started taking these steps to implement this into up. your home, one, thank you for joining. Yep. That's just amazing. Two, thank you for tagging us and yep. showing us that you were doing yep. it because that's the only way we know we yep. are watching you in your home. Yep. And then I just, I hope it. <laughs> we're not Google. We're not watching you in your home. Right. I'm not. Yeah. Seriously though. Um, I hope it really, I hope it sticks. Yep. I pray that it is something that gets to the deeper levels of maybe why you hold on to things or mm-hmm. why you're fearful of letting things go. Or maybe, maybe it brings up some feelings about your past and your future and mm-hmm. just like where you stand and all that, yep. because I think it, and that you allow it to, yes. And that you allow it to bring that up and you work through it and you And sit. for sevens out there, it's going to be hard, mm-hmm. but you can do it. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. Emotions. They're a thing. There's more than just happy. <laughs> just a quick tip. There are more emotions than happy. Wow. 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 That should go in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Show notes are getting long. <laughs> yes. I agree with you, babe. I mm. think that that's, those are good words. And, uh, you know, and one thing I will say is like, there are people who message us on Thursday and was like, I'm still working on clothes. And that is yeah. great. Like, don't feel like you have to do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like no. we did, we kind of just did like a, truncated version of yeah. it just to sort of inspire and get people going. But if yeah. it takes you a week or a month to do close, so be it. Like yeah. take your time, you know, don't take too much time, but, right. but don't feel like you have to rush it or cram it all into right. uh, one day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
Hope it helps. Mm. As always, we appreciate you guys listening. We will post an Instagram this week. We didn't yep. last week. Sorry about that. <laughs> and so you guys can continue the conversation about tidying. Yeah. Anything else, babe? No, that's it. All right. Okay. okay I, I love, love you. Bye. bye.